Hi everyone. I'm gonna I'm going to tell you that my name is Granny Goodwitch, and I'm going to read this as Granny Goodwitch. You'll meet her later in the book. But let me give you a synopsis. You're listening to、uh, book one in the series, something witchy, chaos. This way comes. By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked. This way comes. Macbeth, Act Four, Scene One, written by William Shakespeare. In 1605, last the last chapter we did, chapter eight. Enter Bot, one of the main characters in the book. He arrives in heaven after blowing up his laboratory on Earth. He is very disoriented. He cannot believe he is dead and questions Saint Peter. I love Bath. I love Bartholomew Q. Bottomsworth the second. R. G. W. He is such a great character and a really great wizard. I'll let you judge that for yourself. So now we're going to read Chapter Nine: The Fossilized Forest, Rainbow Reservoir. A short time later, flying over the fossilized forest, Joshua Tolbert. If you see something you might like, we can go down. There, that cottage. Can we stop here? Bat pointed, motioning, mo- motioning to the land. They floated down and landed on the soft ground in front of the cottage. Bat sighed. He knew he was home. This is perfect, he said. Does anyone live here? I wouldn't want to intrude. Free and clear, Joshua replied. Yours if you want it. This is a nice place next to Rainbow Rainbow Reservoir. Shall I leave you here? As good a place as any. I want to check it out. Thanks for the direction. Bat reached over to shake Joshua's hand. It feels great. I think I might stay here. The pleasure is mine. I assure you. Any questions? Only one. What did Saint Peter mean when he said, "I see big things for you. You're going to be important here." That was a little disconcerting. Joshua laughed. Saint <laughs> Peter is a little unusual. He can see things others can't. He has that sixth or seventh sense, right? Some call it that. I've never known him to be wrong. He is a pretty remarkable guy. As for you, well. We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Joshua launched into the air, waving as he went. See you sometime, he called out to Bart, who was standing with his mouth open, rooted to the spot. This place gets curiouser and curiouser, Alice said as she fell down the rabbit hole. Bart thought and shook his head. I'm not certain that the late, the last few hours have really happened. I was just making a new potion. I landed in heaven. I met this guy, Saint Peter, who is really a sorcerer, <clears throat> who guards the pearly gates. Joshua dropped me here in a fossilized forest beside a place called the Rainbow Reservoir, and I will wake up in the morning and find out this was all a dream. Hi, I'm Gwendolyn Whitmore. She reached out to steady him. Hey, I didn't mean to startle you. You look a little disoriented. She asked from somewhere behind Bart.
I will wake up, I will wake up, I will wake up. Bob kept saying to remain calm and saying, It's okay. You are really okay, the voice kept repeating. But Bob was in shock, not only from the explosion, but from what had happened after. A warm, gentle hand touched his shoulder and Bob jumped. You will be okay, I promise, the voice assured him. His courage or whatever made him turn around and look at the person behind him, which gave him another shock. This lady, this creature, which was the most beautiful lady creature which he had ever seen. So what did he do? He fainted. Men weren't supposed to faint, were they? Nevertheless, he did. And however disgraceful to the male gender, he did it. I will wake up, I will wake up, I will wake up, he kept telling his brain, which clearly wasn't listening. I fell down a rabbit hole, and my name is Alice, and I'm chasing a white rabbit. He struggled to stand up, the beautiful lady creature witch helping him to his feet. He stood a little wobbly and started to walk towards the door to the cottage, still staggering a little but finding his way. He said over his shoulder to that gorgeous creature watch, walking next to him, holding him steady, forgive my rudeness, I need to lie down. His voice was echoing in his ears like he was in a tunnel, a deep, dark tunnel. Yes, I know you do, and we'll find you a nice, comfortable spot, I promise. Fortunately, this little cottage has some furniture left from when it was a cottage in the fossilized forest on Earth. Unfortunately, it was fossilized like the rest of the forest. Gwendolyn, expecting something like this, stood the man against a wall, held him there with the look, and pulled her wand out of her sleeve. She slapped it a few times to get it to spark and waved it in a huge circle, mumbling a few spells under her breath. A breeze started to blow around the room. The furniture began to spin and transform back into usable items, sofas, chairs, beds, blankets, pillows, rugs, pots, pans, dishes, silverware, curtains. Satisfied, she said something else, and everything started to settle back into place as the wind circled slowly and finally died down. She shook a few remaining sparks out of her wand, pinched the tip, folded it neatly, and stuck it back up her sleeve. Reaching over to her charge, who was still standing comatose against the wall, she gently took his arm so as not to startle him again, led him to the sofa and helped him lie down, covering him with a light blanket. He struggled and tried to sit up, but Gwendolyn placed her hand on his shoulder, easing him back down. Better lie still for a few more minutes, she said. What's your name? Bart, he said immediately and looked around. Was there a tornado here? He slurred. Who are you? I blew up my office, you know. Did I blow up something here too? Gwendolyn laughed gently. No, no tornado, and you didn't blow anything up. 
I was straightening a few things, doing a little housekeeping. Oh, was all he could say. I'm not really down a rabbit hole, am I? Laughing again, Gwendolyn said, not that I can see. Let's sit you up for a while. She leaned over and helped him sit up, pushing a few pillows behind him for support. Oh, she smelled so good, like lavender, he thought, as he leaned back on the pillows. Lady, beautiful creature, which, who are you? Bart asked. My name is Gwendolyn Whitmore, but my friends used to call me Gwen, she told him, smiling. Good. May I call you Gwen? No, my Gwenny. That's what I'll call you. Yes, my Gwenny. I like that. His speech was still a little slurred. Gwen laughed and thought he was a little concussed, so she played along, hoping he wouldn't faint again. That must have been some potion you were mixing, she teased him a little. What was it for? Oh, for some research I was doing. I used to be a really great wizard, you know. Hmm, still concussed, poor dear. How would you like a nice cup of tea? Okay, Bart agreed. Ah, is there any coffee? I'll go to the kitchen and check. Meanwhile, you better stay there and relax. You're still a little groggy. Okay, my Gwynnie, he slurred. She has no idea how very beautiful she really is and leaned back to close his eyes just for a few minutes. Gwen returned from the kitchen with two cups. No coffee, but some nice strong tea, she said as she put the cups down on the little table beside the sofa. Good, she thought. Sleep will certainly help him. He is rather good looking, isn't he? She thought as she pulled a chair up next to the sofa and sat down to drink her cup of tea. Well, thank you for listening. That's chapter nine. Tomorrow or next time we get together, we'll do chapter 10. This is (laughs) Granny Goodwitch signing off. Thanks for listening.